Listen, it is really fucking hot outside here in Vegas. It's like what? Like 114 or something crazy shit hot. like that? It's yeah. insane right now. Like you came inside the house and we greeted each other and I gave you a hug and your back was so hot. <laughs> <laughs> I put my phone and my truck in it overheated just it, by getting in my vehicle it's insane how hot it is and you know what <clears throat> two days ago my ac went out oh no my ac went out in the middle of the night and my wife was like is it fucking hot in here or is it just me <laughs> and i'm just like no way and i went downstairs to see what the the the, the thing is uh, what temperature it's at and it was like at 84 i oh was like gosh. no way but luckily i have a friend that is works on ac units and he came through he told me what it was going to be we did have to sleep in, in the in the hot in the heat but uh he came back the next day and he and he fixed it but it, horrible timing huh <laughs> that is terrible that is horrible how oh this shit is uh but hopefully it's over soon in a and couple it's months dude it's like mid-june it's mid-june and it's our we're already getting into like july heat right it's not even august yet august <clears throat> is the worst is it i, I think so. I, I figured like i always thought that like july was like the worst like mid to late july is like like crazy crazy heat true at least we don't have humidity though Mm. That's the one good thing. But listen, we've been having humidity too. <laughs> like the temperatures are like 114, 116 right now. And the humidity is like fucking crazy. Especially in the garage right now where I train my clients. Oh, yeah. It's, you know, it's insane how you just sweat. Even like it, at EOS where I, where I train at, where, where I work out at. Um, dude, I'm like sweating bullets. True. I was wondering if it was just me. Okay, it's not just me. No. No, no, no. It's it's yeah, it's it's fucking humid outside and it's and there's heat. Uh and it sucks. It's the worst time of the year for me. I hate the heat. I don't like the heat. That's the one thing that I hate about Vegas is the weather. It's never consistent, only during the summertime. <laughs> And that's what I hate. During the fall, it's, it can get you know, nice and warm. And they can get hot one day, and they can get a little cool. Winter, it can be cool, but it's doable. It's not that bad, but it's very, very short. And then springtime, it's, it seems like springtime is only lasts maybe for like two weeks here. <laughs> right? And then uh, we have like four or five months of worth of just heat. Straight summer. Straight, straight summer. Um, but yeah, it, it sucks. And I hate it, and I can't wait for it to be over and done with. Um, but yeah, that's that's what I'm dealing with. Right <laughs> now. What about you? I honestly, I prefer the heat. I would really? rather be hot than be cold. Mm. I wear a jacket. But it's um, dangerous it's in the heat, though, right? Because I mean, with the heat, you know, like people die, right? Heat stroke, Very you know. True exhaustion whatever in the winter time it's just fucking cold right you just put a jacket on some sweats and you're very toasty and very comfortable <laughs> right and the heat it's like you're outside and you can just feel the sun just right on your neck 
there's nothing I can do about it either. I'm getting <laughs> a pool. No, and you, yeah, you can't do anything about it unless you have a pool. But I mean, uh, I don't. Do you? I do not. Well, there you go. <laughs> I mean, do you know how to swim? I don't know how to swim either. What? I don't know how to swim. Really? I do not know how to swim. Oh. I've had plenty of people try to teach me how to swim, and I cannot get it. I will teach you how to swim. I'm an excellent <laughs> swimmer. Really? Yeah, I've, yeah. I've had people that, that you know, oh, yeah, I'll get you to swim. You know, I'm an expert and, and, and all this. And they they try to teach me. And it's there's something about me. I don't know what it is. Oh, maybe don't say I'm, that. You can learn. Well, maybe it's because, like, I always thought maybe because I'm big boned, right? Oh. So I'm just like, <laughs> so I'm just like heavy, like bone density is very, very heavy. I try to float and I can't. I can't float. It's whether... My upper body is uh, 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 going underneath the water, or it's my lower body that's going underneath the water. I can't just lay on top. I'll teach you how to swim. Oh, oh so you know some tips and tricks. I'm an excellent swimmer. I'm yeah. a competitive swimmer. You were? Yes. Oh, really? Okay, that's nice. It's good. No, oh, shit. <laughs> so very, uh, like what, uh, in school? or? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was oh, okay. Well, then I might learn a thing or two, <laughs> and people might learn a thing or two today because uh, we're gonna talk about mobility and uh, stretching. Yeah. Today. Let's do it. Um, first of all, we got a little carried away with the conversation because I didn't even introduce you on this podcast. Uh, for people that do not know or recognize this voice, uh, my friend Darian is here on the podcast. Now, you would have heard her on episode, I believe it's 16. Um, and she came on and she talked about her fitness journey. Um, but she's here to talk about uh, stretching and mobility and how important it is uh, uh, in, in your routine. A lot of people that you and I have worked with are very, very, very bad at mobility and uh, flexibility on during their stretches. That's probably one of the reasons why they come see us because they're in a lot of pain. Um, uh, uh, but even um, working with them, we you know we'll teach them you know stretches and mobility exercises that they can do, not just in the gym but also at home, and they still don't do it. They don't. What do you think that is? Oh my goodness. <laughs> I can't tell you why. Well, I can tell you why. Most people tell me why is because mm. either they're too lazy to do it themselves mm -hmm. or they don't know how. They don't know how to stretch themselves. I think it's the lazy part because I have that problem too. <laughs> <laughs> I have that problem with being lazy with it. So It's uh, so easy to forget about it. Until yes. you have back pain. And then, and, and exactly pain. and then when it's when it's a little well, I guess it, it's never too late, but you know you never want to get to that point where there's pain, excruciating pain, undoing damage rather than preventing the damage. Exactly. So uh, uh, I have this problem too. You know, I'm you know training with clients. I'm moving up and down. I'm exercising, and then by the time I'm get home and I'm done for the day, you know, uh, I don't want to do anything. You know, I get lazy and I'm tired and I don't want to do, you know, my stretches or any kind of uh, mobility work. So I get it and I am working on it. And uh, and in this podcast, in this episode, we're going to talk about uh, uh, some of the uh, 
how or or why uh, these uh, uh, movements are very very helpful and how to incorporate them into into your uh, routine. So let's first talk about why why are mobility uh, exercises so uh, routines uh, stretching why is it so important for us to do? That's a good question. I think a lot of people probably have that question. Like, why do I got to stretch? I do all the things that I do in my normal daily life. I go to work, Mm -hmm. drive my car, play with my kids. I come home, whatever. But they don't realize once they get into an exercise program or until they start experiencing that pain, just how limited their range of motion really is. Yeah. Um, And like you said, it's not it's never too late, but you never want to get to the point where you're not able to do things. You have to say Mm -hmm. no to things because you physically can't do them, whether it be like your range of motion, your cardio, your strength, whatever it is. Um, so stretching is really important for everybody, whether you're in an exercise program or you're just a person that goes to work and goes home. Um, especially as we age, we do less, we move less, we get tight. And then we come to the point where we can't do things. Mm -hmm. Um, absolutely. Muscles are attached to bones. Yep. Right, which make actions at joints. If mm. your muscles are tight, pulling your joints, your bones, and your joints out of whack, that's the case for a lot of pain. Absolutely. And a lot of people will go to a chiropractor and they'll get fixed for five minutes, and the next day their muscles are tight and they're pulled right back out. Um, but if they did like stretching along with their chiropractic care or their massage therapy care, they would find that their um, results or their benefits actually last longer yeah absolutely i mean like like when i do an assessment with anybody and then they're talking about how the lower back is killing them or they have a lot of neck issues or uh uh, knee problems and i'll have them just do an assessment whether it's a squat or just any kind of like mobility or uh, exercise and you, you see how much or less of a range of motion that they're dealing with um or me um, trying to teach them an exercise and they do it. And then I'm like, all right, the range of motion is not there. And I'll ask them, all right, did you feel it here? Did you feel it there? And I'm like, no, I felt it more here. So like, I'll have them do another squat, let's say, right. Have them do a squat. And then, uh, uh, all right. Did you feel it in your quads? Did you feel it in your glutes? Well, we talk to me and, then, oh, I felt it more on my knees. And I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, one of the reasons why they felt it in their knees is because of the lack of mobility in their hips, in their ankles, uh, a lot of tightness that they have in uh, in their glutes and in their lower back. So, um, and that's probably why too, uh, why people stay away from the gym, right? Because oh, yeah. exercises that they do, working out is too much. It's too painful for them. Right, if you don't have the range of motion, and then they blame it on, it right. and then they blame it on, on oh, I'm just, you know, I'm getting old. <laughs> I'm like, stop it! I see people in their 60s, 70s, and 80s fucking squatting. Yeah, you know, wait, yeah, yeah, I see it all the time. You see that shit on Instagram too, for sure. And yeah, but I mean, that's probably why they stay away from the uh, from the gym though, too, right? Well, I mean, <clears throat> people stay away from the gym because they're afraid of being hurt. I hear that a lot, mm-hmm. um, but stretching actually reduces your risk of injury exactly imagine yes (laughs) they do absolutely stretching does a lot so not only does it reduce like your risk of injury but it honestly helps with recovery like muscle soreness 
Um, and then, like you said, like you get lazy when you come home at night. Well, mm-hmm. a lot of people also too, what they do, like they watch TV to like wind down from their day. Well, instead they could just be sitting in front of their TV stretching, mm-hmm. or they could be using that 10 minutes that they spend <clears throat> stretching as like their meditation time or their them time to de-stress. Yeah. Um, so stretching can help you distress. And you talked a little bit, um, about like posture. So yes. A lot of people with like posture issues, it's because they have imbalances. They have tight muscles, weak muscles, um, and those tight muscles are pulling them into bad posture. Mm-hmm. Like if you think about your pecs, your pecs are tight, it's pulling your shoulders forward. You now you'll have an arch hunched back. Yeah, yeah. Um, so stretching does a lot of things. It does a lot of wonders. Now, a lot of people <clears throat> don't know the difference between stri- uh, uh, flexibility and mobility, right? So, uh, so let's break it down for people to see what is the difference between flexibility and mobility. So, flexibility is basically just the ability of a muscle to to lengthen to mm-hmm. um, become stretched, and mobility is actually the ability of a joint to actually move actively through a range of motion. Yes. So there, a lot of people use them interchangeably, but they are slightly different. Yes, they're very, very different. So like, and what she said right now, like to lengthen the muscle. So, I mean, for for people, you know, that think they, they can actually like uh, uh, lengthen the muscle. So what she means by that is that the muscle is really, really tight, whatever issue that you have, and you're just lengthening it. It's not like you're really... You know, you're, 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 you're like growing the, the muscle, uh, but it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's tight and it's, you know, it's getting out of that tightness. So it's lengthening. Right. Yeah. 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 So, <clears throat> and the mobility, I mean, and that's just, uh, the range of motion for, uh, uh, any joint. So, uh, so you actually need flexibility in order to have mobility because mm-hmm. right again, muscles are attached to bones, which are create joints interactions so if you don't have the flexibility uh in your muscles that are attached to those bones at joints you're not going to have that mobility in your joint yep so flexibility leads to mobility exactly so they both go hand in hand so it's very very important to do your you know flexibility stuff and your mobility stuff um um so Let's um, let's get into some of the benefits of we kind of ran through it a little bit, but let's go a little bit more into detail. Like, um, um, what are some of the benefits of uh, stretches of mobility work? Uh, one thing you mentioned is like uh, pain free, right? So, if you worked on those tight muscles or that range of motion or uh, in, in that joint, your pain will probably, uh, you know, go away. Um, uh, to, to, to do that, uh, I always say, and this is what I've been doing, and, and I, I feel like it's working, <laughs> okay? okay? So what, uh, but I always try to incorporate it in uh, when I wake up in the morning, and uh, at night okay. before I'm about to go to sleep. I those are like, night. so those are like the best times for me to uh, 
to 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 do it. I mean, it, it fits my lifestyle. Um, during the day, uh, I honestly I don't do much before a workout. Um, but I do, uh, you know, at night and in the morning. The reasons why I do it in the morning is because um, my stretching routine only lasts maybe like five minutes or ten minutes or something like that. But I, I you know, I'm I'm sleeping in bed uh, and for you know six to eight hours, so my body's not moving right. I'm dehydrated because I haven't had any kind of fluids for six to eight hours. So my muscles are tight. So uh, I do a little stretching routine, get things moving. And you know what? That shit really uh, wakes you up. Like yeah. it really gets you like going, kind of gives you like that little extra pep in your step. For sure. It wakes your body up. Yeah, it wakes your body up. So uh, it's super beneficial. Um, and then... Um, and it just gives me like kind of like a, 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 a gets me in a better mood. You know, I, I have to wake up like at 530 in the morning to train my client at six. And then I wake up and I don't want to because <laughs> I'm tired and I am turning uh, I'm turning 36 in July and in and, and, and a month. So I know that my body doesn't recover as it once did. <laughs> so uh so i am trying to incorporate this stuff a lot better so i do my stretches in the morning so uh, uh and it's it's super helpful for me and so uh and i do it at, and before i go to sleep too so i do it before i go to sleep the reason why um it's just what we talked about before in the beginning it's kind of like my little meditation yeah. thing right so I'm sending that signal to my body to relax. It's time to just calm down, unwind, uh, you know, with running a business and, you know, being, you know, dad and hubby. Yeah, it, it takes a toll on you. <laughs> and you can get very stressful with just, you know, everyday, you know, stressful, you know, things. Um, so this, that's my little thing that I do to just kind of just calm down, relax, because it also helps me out with my sleep. Um, since I'm relaxed, I'm able to sleep uh, or go into a deeper sleep and sleep a lot faster. So for people that uh, are having trouble sleeping, try to stretch before you uh, before you go to bed. I am totally a fan of everything that you do morning, yeah. night. I'm not a huge like middle of the day stretcher unless mm -hmm. I'm at the gym. Because most people aren't just laying down on the floor or whatever, be stretching in the middle of their work day, unless you are on your lunch break. And that's fantastic. You should continue to do that. Yeah. But morning stretch, like you said, it wakes you up for the morning. And then to like the stress of an alarm clock going off. So yeah. the alarm clock goes off and you're up and you're ready for the day. Versus if you take like me, I only take like two or three minutes in the morning and I usually like stretch in my bed i don't even get out oh, of my really? bed oh really okay a little, a little child's pose a little cat cow uh -huh. a couple neck stretches super simple super easy mm -hmm. literally takes two to three minutes yeah um and then i kickstart my day um and then same like you at night i'm a huge uh night stretcher or okay. night foam roller too okay um pretty much all the same stuff helps me relax Mm. Um, I'm really super active just like you. So throughout the day, I'm constantly moving, getting tight, feeling a little bit sore. Mm. I lay down in my bed at night and I start to notice all of those places that I'm sore when I start to try to relax. What places are you more sore from? Oh my gracious. 
Well, it really depends on like what I did for the workout, like, mm. whether it be like my quads or my lower back. Or is there any other? Is there uh, any uh, uh, area where it gives is like like the most, the most issue? Yeah, the most sores probably my shoulders and my hips. And I think a lot of people for them that's where they carry their stress in their shoulders. Yeah, and then hips because it's the the center of our body. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. So, um, what about um? Before a workout, what are your thoughts on that? I've heard both sides. I've heard you should uh, warm up some kind of mobility or, or, or stretching routine before a, a workout. Some people have said don't. Just kind of warm up. Do like warm up exercises for what you're about to do. So like if, for an example, like if you're going to do leg day, you know, do some, you know, you know, body weight squats, you know, warm up with the barbell, you know, something like that to get the body moving and get uh, to get it going. Uh, so what are you what are your opinions on that? What do you think a, a stretching or a, a mobility routine is best for a workout? Or do you think just going right into it is the best thing? I don't think you ever just want to jump right into it. Um, so I always say warm up, whether it be like walking, a light jog. Maybe you ride a bike, do the elliptical, get blood mm -hmm. flow going, so that way your body isn't cold before you work out or before you stretch. Yeah. Um, and then there's different types of stretching, you know, like there's dynamic stretching, um, and then there's like passive stretching or static stretching. Um, I've heard a lot and read a lot of research, kind of same like you. People say they do it, people say don't. Mm -hmm. um, but mostly what I've feel or I've found that really the research or the science comes down to yeah. is um, dynamic stretching. Mm -hmm. So whether that be like hip circles, hip swings, body mm -hmm. weight squats, um, maybe some lunges and things like that before you work out yeah. where you're doing that mobility, where you're taking that joint through a range of motion and then post-workout, maybe where you cool down, you wind down and you do some more of that static stretching. So kind of what they taught you probably in or grade school, you know, bend over, touch your toes, hold it yeah. for 30 seconds or whatever. It might be some of that more like longer held static stretch. So that's the difference between a dynamic stretch and a static stretch. Dynamic yeah. stretch is kind of like, uh, uh, I guess the best way you can say it is more repetitive. So like uh, kind of like repetitions, uh, going through the range of motion of it. Uh, and static stretches are just holding the position for a certain period of time. Yeah, so dynamic stretches are like you're taking that muscle um, and that joint through that range of motion, but you're not holding it at that end yeah. range of motion like you would be for a static stretch. Um, and then there's like static active and static passive where mm -hmm. either you're applying force to yourself to take you into a deeper stretch or um, somebody else is applying force to you to take you into a deeper stretch. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah? yeah. okay. Okay. Um, so dynamic would be like uh, hip swings, if you ever like played soccer or did sports, mm -hmm. um, where you stand holding something and then you literally just, just swing, swing your leg. <laughs> you swing your leg back and forth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. you'll notice the more swings you do, the higher and the farther your leg will actually go mm -hmm. each time. Um, and then there's a couple other types of stretching, but mm -hmm. those are the two basic ones that most people So the basic confident. ones. So I guess like from what I've experienced and from what I've seen, I guess it just you know, depends on the person, right? So, like, if uh, uh, if somebody has a mobility issue 
or uh, a flexibility issue, then it's probably best uh, for you to incorporate, you know, some kind of, you know, mobility uh, exercises or a routine or uh, some stretching, some dynamic stretches before you do your, you know, your workout. Uh, but if somebody's pretty good in terms of like flexibility and mobility, not that much of an issue or mobility, uh, mobility issue or a flexibility issue, then, um, I guess you're, you're pretty okay. I wouldn't say like start stacking the weight on the bar and start, you know, <laughs> repping the shit out of it, but like getting into the flow of it, like you did when we're talking about just walking, uh, doing a light jog or something like that, and then going into you know the first exercise and doing kind of like warm up sets of whatever it is. Um, but yeah, I think it's just like depends on the person from yeah. you know from what I've seen. Like, I have I have some some hip issues, some hip mobility issues, um, uh, really tight hamstrings as well, glutes as well, and I take a little bit more time warming up. Or doing my flexibility, or my stretches, and my and my uh, mobility issues when in, uh, on leg day. For sure. But like on back, I'm pretty good. So I kind of just, kind of just take a band. I do band pull aparts to get the back activated a little bit, and then I go right into my back workout. But I think you're right. Like your mobility routine is going to depend on the person. If you yeah. have super flexible hamstrings, you don't need to spend a ton of time stretching your hamstrings. Yep, but maybe you, you have another area that is super tight, so spend more time stretching that. And I think that's mm. just a person knowing their body and obviously doing a stretching to figure out, okay, where are my tight areas, where are my problem areas, or what's giving me pain, what should I stretch to try to decrease some of that pain. Mm-hmm. But same like you said before, your workout, it's really like dependent on the person. Yeah, yeah. Um, so since we talked about some of the benefits of doing it and you know when they should do it, uh, let's talk about some examples, some exercises that they can do for, you know, the, for, for the problems that they might have. So a lot of th- problems that, uh, people have, are uh, neck and shoulder, uh, issues. Uh, what are some like exercises that they can do and, uh, uh, that they can do for like mobility issues in terms of like their shoulders or yeah. like neck? Um, so for like. Just say chest, for example. And you could do this anywhere that you mm. have a wall, a building, a door frame. Um, basically, just take the front of your shoulder, mm-hmm. put it into the wall. Mm-hmm. Um, have your arm at 90 degree angles. Yeah. And then lean your body. People don't know 90 degrees. It's like a, like, sh- shape it like the L. Like the yeah, little. Like L <laughs> like shape. A, like the L shape. And uh, lean away from the wall and you'll feel a stretch in your chest. And mm-hmm. that is actually a really good stretch for like your posture, people that sit at work on computers all day, people, Uber and Lyft drivers are in their car driving all day. Um, And anybody really, because we live our lives in front of us, you know, those muscles constantly pushing, uh, getting tight. Uh Uh, One, another one that I like to add on for for mobility for the shoulders is uh, shoulder dislocations. So I'll have them do, oh, I know the name sounds kind of. Yeah, that sounds kind (laughs) of scary. (laughs) Go on. I'll have them uh, take a PVC pipe. Oh. Okay. So I have them take a PVC <laughs> pipe. We we, we uh, straighten out the arms. We bring them down to. We relax the uh, the traps. Bring uh, the PVC pipe, holding the PVC pipe down to your belly button, and then as you're keeping the arms straight, we raise them up all the way above our head, and then bring them back 
to our lower back. For sure. That's an excellent one. And then bringing it right back over your head and bringing it right back to your belly button. While we're keeping the traps uh, uh, not high soft. up, nice and soft and relaxed. That's, that's a really good one that I always have my clients. All of my clients yeah. do that. Every all single of, one of them. Every single one of my clients. Those are super helpful. I mean, they definitely feel it in their shoulders and it, and it stretches out a little bit of the front delt as well when we're, you know, when we're bringing it back. But I, that's super helpful for, for a lot of yeah. people. And, and you PVC can use it not, if you don't have a PVC pipe. You can do it with like a broomstick. Or a band. Even. Or even like a band. You know, just keep the, the tension on the band and then just doing it that way. I always start them off very, very slow, trying to bring them back very, very slow because uh, a lot of people don't have that control um, but uh, or that stability. So I have them go very, very slow. And then once you, you know, you're getting the... Uh, the uh, getting better at it, then uh, you know you can go a little bit more quicker. Yeah, but you can even go uh, around the world. So lifting one arm up overhead at a time, bringing yeah. it back around, and then the opposite arm. Kind of, uh, I think a lot of people call them like PVC around the world. Okay, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Shoulder Yeah, yeah, so that's, that's what I call them, shoulder dislocations. <laughs> I always call them shoulder dislocations. Um, okay, so that's good. Uh, what about like thoracic? So you were talking about, you know, we're always, you know, front dominant, right? We're always on the, on the laptops, phones, playing video games, you know, whatever, you know, we start forming that round, you know, that, hunch. uh, that hunchback. And we're seeing a lot these days. Uh, so what can we do for like mobility there or, uh, or okay. flexibility or st stretches there? So if you don't have equipment like a foam roller, which is super cheap on Amazon, yeah. or if you don't have like a medicine ball, which most gyms have them, um, you can do uh, it's, it's a super simple yoga pose, cat cow. Have yeah. You ever done cat cow? Oh, yeah, I've done cat yeah. cows before. So you're on all fours. Um, so you breathe in, and then in the cat part, you mm -hmm. uh, well, actually, you kind of like cow dip. Part. Yeah, you I guess I don't never. I never ask questions <laughs> about <laughs> where the names come from. I'm just like, all right, just teach me how to do it, and then I'll do yeah. it. But cat cow, so yeah. So drop the belly to the floor and drop breathe the, in. Yeah, yeah. And, and I always tell my people or well, my clients that kind of like try to pretend like you want to arch your upper back like a banana yeah sort of kind of like a banana yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. and then you uh exhale breathe out uh push the floor away and you arch your back like an angry cat there you go mm -hmm. so the cat is the exhalation yes. part <laughs> <laughs> but uh but yeah and you might experience a little bit of you know uh, cracking and popping in your in your back a little bit when you're doing that stretch maybe for the first time because I've always uh, felt something a little uh, pressure release. yeah a little bit of pressure release but that's a really really good one um, I also teach uh, my clients to do threading the needle I love the yeah okay. to thread the needle so it's kind of similar and you get in all fours and then with one hand you go th uh, behind the arm and you slide your arm under uh on the floor having your shoulder touch the floor and then with that hand try to reach to the wall to the other side uh and i try to hold it there for maybe a couple seconds and then i come back and i'll do maybe like 10 on each side uh and that's a really good release uh, on my upper back so i always you know i always put that on my my clients definitely, routine definitely. as well um, another favorite one that I pretty much have all of my clients do, uh, no matter what workout we're doing, <coughs> it's just like a daily thing that they do is yeah. if you have a medicine ball, um, at a gym or whatever, just lay it, um, in your upper back. So your thoracic spine, uh, around the area of your shoulder blades, um, lay over it, extend your arms above your head. Mm -hmm. Um, so that way your back is arched over it and it'll help, um, uh, undo that hunch basically yeah, yeah putting you in the opposite position stretching you out um and that really helps people's back pain a lot 
That shit sounds. Super I've never, simple. I've never done anything like that, and you can do it on a I, foam roller too. Yeah, I've done it on foam rollers. Um, uh, for me, it's a little, uh, it's a little uncomfortable for me. But yeah, I never thought, ball. I never thought what a medicine ball. It's it's all uh, squishy. So yeah, it's, so it's squishy, so it's more comfortable. And it's round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're able to just round your back or like kind of think of like kind of like hug it. You know, yeah. kind of wrap your upper back around the the ball. Yeah, yeah. so you lay over it. Um, what about hips? Hips uh, are, are a lot of people's issues. Um, it can create a lot of things right there uh, with with, uh, with uh, tight hips. Uh, what do you do, or what do you For recommend? Hips. Um, one easy stretch that everybody can do, as long as they own a kitchen chair or mm. any sort of chair mm. is sit on the edge of the chair um with your knees at a 90 so hips and knees at 90 so that that l that you're talking about yeah um you can take one leg so i'm just gonna pick my right leg take that cross my ankle across my left knee yeah. so it almost forms like a four shaped okay um and then if my right knee is bent my right arm is gonna push down on that knee I'm okay. going to lean my body forward and you will feel a stretch in your hips immediately. Yeah. And that's, um, it's like modified pigeon stretch. Um, a lot of people okay. can't get into the pigeon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that is a modified pigeon and that's excellent for the hips. Excellent and for Everybody it. can do it. Um, as those are like the 90-90s, right? Um, no, 90-90s are like the windshield wipers on the floor. Okay, so the 90-90s. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so 1990s are good, but the modified pigeon is the modified pigeon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're sitting okay, on the edge of okay. A chair. I'm over here thinking about something else. But 1990s are excellent, an excellent uh, hip uh, mobility uh, exercise as well. So you get on the floor, and then we uh, shape the the leg, uh, the front leg, to a 90 degree, so like the L shape, and then the other leg will be in the L shape as well. And then what you can do, I've seen people do uh, this differently, but sometimes, you know, they'll kind of open up their hips, but they'll kind of like switch to 90, 90, so switch yeah. on one leg and then switch to the other leg. Or uh, you can hold that position and then kind of just drive your chest into the front leg without bending your lower back, right? So keeping it nice and tall, nice and straight, bracing that core, and just kind of just moving forward. You're definitely going to feel a stretch in your hips. Yeah, doing that. excellent. I yeah. actually have a video of those on my Instagram. Yes, you do. Yeah, 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 yeah. you do. Um, yeah, but those are, 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 are super beneficial, and I have, and I do those. I really enjoy those before, uh, before squat day. Yeah, because it is a mobility drill where you're taking those joints through those ranges of motion. Mm -hmm. Yeah, those are awesome. Those are awesome. Um, ankles. A lot of people, when you see them doing their squat, their heels elevate or they bring they go up off the floor because they have a very uh, limited uh, mobility in their ankles. Ankles, so, calves. Uh, yeah, 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 ankles, very tight calves. Uh, what about ankle uh, mobility? Ankle mobility. Um, so something that you pretty much can do anywhere. You don't need a gym. Um, find you a set of stairs. Mm. And so you will step up onto the stair with straight leg. Um, have your toes on the ledge and your heel off so that your toes are essentially being brought up towards your shin in a stretch. Mm -hmm. um, that will stretch your gastroc. Um, and then if you want to stretch your soleus, that deep calf muscle, yeah. uh, just bend the knee a little bit. And there you go. So a stretch. You 
and, and yeah, uh, those are awesome. And then I also do, uh, I don't know the name of it, but uh, what I do is like I'll have my heel dig into the ground. Um, I get on one knee. I put both of my hands uh, on one knee. The other knee is on the floor. And uh, I drive my knee over my toes as much as I can without raising the heel up. If yeah. your heel raises up, then you should stop right there. That's your limit. So, but we're obviously we're trying to get better at that. So, uh, know your limits. And I try to do uh, five, driving my knee over the toes as much as I can without the heel raising up. And then uh, I'll try to do uh, five going to the right side. Okay. On the ankle. And then I'll do five there. And then I'll do five on the it. left side of it. So that's the thing was like with the ankle, your ankle can go, you know, all the way around with, uh, with, uh, that's what, uh, help me out here. What is that called? What kind of joint is that called? <laughs> what kind of joint? I know what you're talking about. Basically a ball. <laughs> so it's like, it's not like an a elbow. about a ball and socket joint. There you go. There you <laughs> okay. go. So it's not like an elbow and you can just kind of just go up and down. You can't like move the elbow or, you know, around like, like that with the ankle. You can. So you kind of just try to move it all the way yeah, around to, planes. to different planes. Sure. <clears throat> so I, yeah, yeah. So I do that for, for ankle mobility and, uh, I kind of do that pretty much in every squat day. Yeah, I mm -hmm. always like to, um, that knee that's up, instead of my hands being pressed down on that knee, mm -hmm. um, give it a little added um, weight to help me yes. really stretch that mm -hmm. out, is to put a kettlebell on my knee yeah. and let that kind of drive me drive forward. Drive it also. forward, yeah. And just trying to like uh, notice your limits and notice if your heel is raising up. If your heel is raising up, you should probably stop and just want to work at it a little bit better, you know, every single day. Uh, but yeah, yeah. We promise you, if you work on these things and you implement this in, into your routine, into your lifestyle, I, I promise you, uh, thumbs up here, that you will get uh, so many benefits from it. You're going to feel a lot better and you're going to make so many gains in, the, in <laughs> your workout because now you have more range of motion. So now you're able to be a little bit more stronger. Uh, you're able to build more muscle, uh, you know, and be pain free. Yeah. You know, maximize your workouts. With maximize your, uh, your workouts. Full range of motion. There you go. We did it. We <laughs> did it. I feel good about this. I hope everybody's paying attention. If they didn't, rewind this shit back. Listen to it again and again and again. Uh, but uh, thank you so much for uh, coming on to thank the show, you. Darian. Um, is there anything you want to promote? I will let you. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, check us out on all our socials. Uh, Iron Stands Fitness on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, uh, TikTok. We're on that bitch too. Okay. Yeah. Um, hit us up. Uh, email. I understand training at gmail.com. Send us questions, feedback, business inquiries, and uh, check it out next week. Peace.